Hi, Sean McCracken, news editor for Hotel News Now, here with co-stars Emmy Heiss, who is Senior Director of Hospitality Analytics. Now, Emmy, the reason we got together today is we're going into a holiday weekend, and I just wanted to take the moment to just kind of just be thankful, and I wanted to know from your perspective what you think hoteliers should be thankful for this year, and I know there's a lot of hemming and hawing and reasons to feel anxious but at this moment we can go back and forth on this but i want to start off by asking you what's your number one thing you think that hoteliers should be thankful for all right well first of all thanks for having me and thanks that's something you're actually thankful for. one of uh <laughs> thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays actually because yeah. i love to eat and i love being around people i love yes. so uh so the first thing that always comes to my mind when i think of what i'm thankful for in this industry it's always the people always 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 the people there's uh different parts of it whether i feel like hotel people in general are very optimistic um and so i feel like i leave most conferences feeling like good and even when it's really bad which obviously we had really bad it was this optimism of everyone working together through the bad Mm -hmm. um so i feel like whether we're in good times or bad times we're all here for each other and optimistic and happy to be part of this industry. And I can keep going if you want, but I don't want to. No, I I do want to make a comment about that because thinking back the weirdest, I agree, like in my years covering this industry, it is always so remarkably optimistic. The weird caveat to that is the most pessimistic, maybe not even pessimistic, but like the most down I've ever seen the industry ironically was probably 2019. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being at Alice in 2019 and everybody just being like, when's the other shoe going to drop? Like we kind of need like a downturn so that we can have a new, like everyone was so dreary because things had been so good for so long and they wanted it to be bad for a minute so that they could have like the growth story mm-hmm. again. And then like, you know, everything that happened happened and all of a sudden 2019 is the forever the pinnacle of when things were good. But I just remember everyone was so dreary that year. Well, I think part of it, to your point, it's just like the unknown. And it's kind of like, okay, a cycle's never gone this long before. Yeah. And that makes you uncomfortable. The unknown. It It was too good for too long and everybody wasn't used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think related, the first thing I wrote on my list of things to be thankful for, and the number one thing, it's similar to that, is just the general lack of a recession we've had this year. Because if you listen to economists, we should have lapsed into a recession probably four separate times. It's always like mm-hmm. three to six months out. So we're in in November heading into December with no signs it's actually going to happen in 2023. That's something to be thankful for in a broad I, sense i agree with that i think that the, the moving forward term is not recession but maybe softening mm-hmm. um so not it's not as bad as uh i mean it was always considered to be mild but it seems to be even better than mm-hmm. a potential mild recession and might even get a lesser designation than that i don't know oxford economics is doing their webinar on it this afternoon so Mm-hmm. It's probably post after that. <laughs> yes, it definitely will. To to be candid with anyone who's listening, we are sitting here and recording on November 13th. This will publish, what, the day before Thanksgiving, I believe. So anyone who's hardy enough to stick around in the office for that long until the holiday, like, you you yeah. can go out and find this, this now. Yeah. 
So, but I feel like we are lucky too, because well, you know, there has been some, some pretty significant layoffs, like in the tech space and some people mm -hmm. struggling to find other jobs. And that's, that's not happening from what I can see in our industry. We're yeah. still looking to, to fill it and going strong and thriving. So another thing to be thankful for, to your point. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost like we've had these pocket recessions, right? Like within industries or markets or, I mean, obviously some countries have lapped into recession like the UK has and Germany is on the cusp of that and China is China. But like within the US, like we've had like kind of places and pockets where it's it's been a kind of recessionary, but not broadly. Right. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And it seems like, oh, another thing to be thankful for is if we're going with the economic trend is inflation's going down. Mm -hmm. It's uh, something to be thankful for, I feel like. Yeah. The, and it's interesting to me, too, that the conversation around inflation is always that it's higher than we want it to be. But it is so much better than it was a year ago, even, you know, like just the trajectory of it is so much better. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, so I know this is about being thankful, but is that something that hoteliers should be thankful for? Because inflation was not the enemy of hotels for the last couple of years, I'd say. Um, I guess that's tough, right? Because ADR's trajectory with inflation has been relatively even, you know, mm -hmm. for over a year now. Um, expenses are going up, so... I think we should uh, maybe corkboard that for another podcast because let's stay positive <laughs> here, Sean. Yes. Okay. Okay. What else are What else are we thankful for then, Emmy? Um, I think just being in the hospitality industry, you mm -hmm. are creating core and amazing memories for people in their travel excursions, and mm -hmm. everybody in the industry has a hand in that, whether you're a hotel developer thinking of, wow, like how could this experience be more memorable, whether you're a front desk agent making someone's day, you know, a general manager inspiring your staff. I just, I think that it's pretty cool that all of us have a hand in making these memories for people. I mean, my best memories are vacations as a family and growing mm -hmm. up even to this day. And that we get to be a part of that. Yeah. And I will say, it's probably not always easy to remember that when you're in the thick of it. But it is, like, cool to think about that you are a, a part of this process. I think, Emmy, I don't, this is probably not true on your team. On my team, I'm the only one here who's actually worked in a hotel. I know you worked in, like, actually worked in hotel operations. I did. I met my husband in hotel operations. So that was another thing to be thankful for. Like, yeah. long bonds. <laughs> But you probably weren't thinking like, oh, man, I'm so glad for the happiness I'm bringing to these people every single day. Because sometimes it's more of a like, just go away. <laughs> no, I mean, there were definitely, there's definitely tough days where you're like, why are you mad at me for this? I, I can't control this. But yes. you get those beautiful moments, too, where it's like, okay, I'm going to propose. Can you help me get this mm -hmm. set up? And this is what's going on. Or this is our, you know, 50th year anniversary. Like, you get those beautiful moments too and those yeah. i do those i do actually remember kind of making, yeah for sure making a difference but yeah there were definitely days where i'm like what am i doing and my yeah. legs hurt from standing eight hours at this yeah. desk <laughs> oh my gosh yes i mean i i can 100 see why that would be like a big deal 
So my next thing is related to that. And I think we should be thankful for the people who are working over the holiday weekend. Because my time working in the hotel industry was actually pretty brief. And I didn't have to work over anything like Thanksgiving. But my years as a newspaper reporter, I have worked so many Thanksgivings, so many Christmas, Christmases. And the sad irony of that is when you're the one lone newspaper reporter working for a daily newspaper on Thanksgiving and Christmas, they always send you to do the story about, like, the first responders and the people who have to work on Christmas. <laughs> so it's like rubbing salt in the wound. So I want to say thank you. I'm extremely thankful to anybody who has to work over the holiday weekend. I concur with that. I, From my hotel office days, you ranked your vacations. Number one, you want off. And then if you weren't, if it wasn't your number one pick, there's a good chance you're working it. So thank mm. you. I agree with that. Yeah, that and good. I... I my last my last job in newspapers was a union shop, so it was all seniority based. And for some somehow, for it was probably four years running. I was the youngest guy in the newsroom, and I didn't feel like I was that young by the end. But I was still working the worst holidays. Oh, yeah. To it's... that point, though, the last time I went home and stayed at a hotel, last time I went to Erie, PA, which is where I grew up, to stay, and I stayed at a hotel. I made sure to bring like a apple pie to the front desk at the hotel I was staying at. Oh, that's so nice. Because usually you'd think it'd be a quiet weekend because it's not a big travel holiday, especially you'd think in like a place like Erie, but it's Black Friday weekend and all the Canadian moms would come down to shop down in PA because the sales tax is lower. So they were like crushed and working a holiday weekend. So, oh. Yeah, I feel like the hotel I worked at was not normally busy on the holidays, so uh, that is rough when it's, I guess it maybe the time goes by faster, I don't yes. know, I don't know, I'm trying to find the silver lining, but it is hard when you're like, everyone's eating mashed potatoes and turkey right now, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking at the lobby. <laughs> yeah, and you're just twiddling your thumbs and waiting for your shift to be over, I know that feeling. <laughs> so what's your next thing to be ha- or thankful for, Emmy? I mean, I kind of mentioned it, but um, sorry, I'm so people oriented, but I feel like in the industry in different phases, I've made lifelong friends and mm-hmm. connections. And even when we switch jobs or even switch industries, we still to stay in touch because I think, yeah. I don't know, I think hospitality people are just generally kind hearted, nice, loyal people. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Are you about to Grinch and tell me I'm wrong? No, no. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of mean people who work in the industry, but I haven't met them. So me I... <laughs> And I don't want you to find me <laughs> if you are. <laughs> no, okay. I mean, I don't have much to add to that. I agree. Like it is, especially um, most the most recent thing I covered before I started covering the hotel industry, which was now like eight years ago, like most of a decade I've been doing this. But right before I came to this, I was a crime reporter. So, yeah. (laughs) So I covered a lot of ridiculous stuff. I'm thankful to not be doing that anymore. And um, I'm thankful to to policemen and first responders for everything they do, because I know, like, very intimately that it's not an easy job. I will say that they're, on the whole, a much grumpier group than the people I work with in the hospitality industry. So I'm thankful for that. How could you not be when you have to deal with those situations? It, yes, I can, yes, it takes its toll. It's rough. I can, it's rough. I can imagine. It's yes. rough. Yes. Um, so, 
Another thing that hotel the hotel industry at large should be thankful for this year is Taylor Swift. That oh, was pretty good, right? Good yes, I feel like Taylor Swift. Um, it was a good concert series this year. Not only Taylor Swift because of the booth, the booth she gave, but like Beyonce. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone did data on Ed Sheeran, but like big people came and toured. I think Coldplay did too, mm -hmm. right? There's a yeah. lot of big ones. It seemed like though, from what our, I remember, we we did a little digging on, and we did some reporting on the Beyonce tour, and I saw that. the STR data is, it was so much more stark with Taylor Swift. Like obviously, obviously, it's good on the whole, but like I just, from your perspective, why why is Taylor Swift different than the other ones? Like why is it just like a notch above everything else? It's a tough one. Um, I did go to the Taylor Swift concert. So mm -hmm. let's just start with that. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just, everyone was so joyful there and happy and mm -hmm. just being who they were. And maybe that's just kind of what her brand represents and maybe what people needed. I think she has phenomenal social media PR. Yeah. I mean, like, or at least maybe it's just my algorithm because they knew I went to the concert. Um, yeah, but doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah, but she just—I don't know. She, I think, but also I think a lot of people kind of grew up with her, right? Like started mm -hmm. listening to her when we were teenagers, and like as her songs and trajectory changed, you were kind of changing with her. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm just throwing mud at a wall. Um, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> that's fine. I'm fine with it. What what else are you thankful for? I mean, I'm going to keep putting you on the spot until I get bored with this. You're going to you be thankful when this? I'm done asking. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Words out of my mouth. <laughs> Just kidding. So to the hospitality at large, right? As we're still yes. doing hospitality sure. at large. Okay? Sure. I am thankful that um, people are starting to, I guess, in a, to steal Isaac's term, uh, normalized travel, going back to the city centers, more groups getting together, um, more coworkers. I'm sorry, I'm right by a door, if you can't tell, um, <laughs> with all those okay. groups. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of great because I think a lot of people are like, city centers, downtowns are dead, not to say they don't still have their issues. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that there's starting to be a positive trajectory again. And I think that's that's something to be thankful for not all doom and gloom yeah i mean after the last couple of years of craziness i think normalization is something to be thankful for and back to a point where you can talk about seasonality and calendar shifts and like the things that were a big deal before like the world blew up it feels like yeah yeah speaking right. of feeling like things are back to normal i think people should be thankful that airfares seem to be dropping somewhat moderating that's probably good for hotels don't know how long it'll last but yeah i think capacity so capacity's up so if airlift is up and airfares are down that's like kind of the dream scenario for the hotel industry it seems like i agree with that yeah every time i've been at the airport lately it's just been packed all yeah. over like and traveling different days different times wow a lot of people are traveling that's yeah. for sure I know this is against the spirit of this, but I am not thankful for Monday morning flights at, at this point because they are so ridiculous now. Like even getting through like the pre-checked line at our little Cleveland airport, like is like the longest lines I've ever seen at the airport. It's it's crazy to me, but 
Yeah, our lines have been pretty crazy too. I've been taking like the 5 a.m., 6 a.m. flights, which helps, but then I'm really tired. <laughs> so, I almost, that. so I almost, it seems like, like 6 a.m. on a Monday at Cleveland Hopkins Airport is the longest possible line you can get. Really? Cle- yeah, I don't, I don't know why it is. Like that window, <laughs> it's probably like 6 to like 8 in the morning. It's just like all the, People are flying out. It's like the commuter hour, but who's like commuter flighting, flying from Cleveland? I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, I feel like my flights that take off at 6 a.m. I'm normally quick and I have enough time to get my coffee too. Mm-hmm. So. What time do you show up at the airport for a 6 a.m. flight, Emmy? Um, let's see. So if it takes off at 6 a.m., I board at 5.30. I probably mm-hmm. get there. Four five. That's so sad to say out loud. Why? Um, Why is that sad? I oh, feel just because like I'm thinking about how early that is. Because you know, Denver oh, yeah. International Airport is so in the middle of nowhere. That means I'm up at probably like three thirty. Um, yeah. So, but that's okay. I I, I thankfully <laughs> live like twelve minutes away from the airport here. Oh. So for a six a.m. flight, I would leave my house at four thirty, and yeah. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. Brian yeah. on our team, who is much more meticulous about these things, would would leave his house probably by three thirty, and his mm. his drive is like two minutes longer than mine. <laughs> Trevor, the wild young guy on our staff, would would not leave his house until like ten after five. So like he would get there and try and get through that long boarding line or like TSA line, and then just barely board the plane. So. I don't have the the wild young person streak that he I has. I mean, everyone's so different. I used to be the, like, I need to be there a little bit early, just to make sure. Now, if I time it where I'm walking up right as they announce I'm boarding, I've oh, nailed it. Oh, it's perfect. It's and perfect. I did that my last trip. I was like, nailed it. That's but a then perfect. I've had times where I'm like, I didn't have time to fill my water bottle. I timed it too close. Yeah. And, yeah. But, I mean, if you're not super ultra elite, you got a couple of minutes anyway, as soon as you started boarding. I mean, maybe you are at me because you're all over the place all the time. No, I I do the best flight time, so I have to mm-hmm. split my loyalties. Oh. Um, I try to get home to the family. Another yeah. thing I'm thankful for, lovely family. So Prioritizing I try to, family makes I sense. I prioritize family over airline loyalty points. Yeah. So. Well, that's another thing hotels should be thankful for is that they're not mired in like loyalty backlash like the airlines are anyway. Because even if you did prioritize it, you'd probably be losing status this year. I know that is true. Um, I think that yeah, I think the loyalty programs of hotels are are really good, and I think they a lot. I mean, at least for me, they're like, oh, extending it. I'm like, thank you, appreciate that. (laughs) So yeah. They're so they're a bit more generous than airlines, I will say, and obviously that's a relative statement, but um, it's yeah. it's not quite the slog to get to status. So well, you... and also it's helpful that we have so many brands that you can distribute yes. these points along. Absolutely. So, yeah. So so what are you personally thankful for, Emmy? I'll end it on this note where we talked about hotels. What are you personally thankful for this year? Okay. Personally thankful for my amazing family, my two young kids that still think I'm cool. Ask me this when they're teenagers, yeah. might not be my answer. Yes. Um, but as of now, and like I just I'm so thankful for our family and our time together. Um, it's just a magical phase of life right now that I think we're in. 
I I agree with that. I, I it does feel like as a parent to a young child that it's like a ticking clock. Like they think you're so great now, and it feels like this can't last. Maybe it does. Maybe it's different though. Like the world's different than when we were kids. Like maybe they will like you forever. I got a small <laughs> glimpse of it actually. Not to take it back to Taylor Swift, but I did take my daughter to the movie because she didn't go to the concert. Yeah. Um. And you know, these like preteens were up front dancing and having a good time. She's like, mom, I want to go. I was like, great, go. Can I go with you? She's like, no, you can stay back here. Okay. <laughs> well, that's different though. She still I don't blame her though. <laughs> I, I would I would say my answer is similar. I'm thankful for the people in my life. I think my my wife and my seven year old son are like two of the coolest people you could ever meet. So I'm, a, and then all the people I get to work here in Cleveland and across Coast are people like you, Emmy. I'm lucky that I'm surrounded every day by such awesome people. So I'm thankful I, for that. I feel the same way. We are very lucky. And I didn't mean to not give my husband a shout out. He's a per, he's a great guy too. <laughs> it's it was implied. You are you did literally say you were thankful for him already. So okay. don't feel okay, bad good. about that. Okay. You, yeah. So you're good. You're good. In case he listens to this, which I don't think he 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 doesn't know how to tell people what I do for a job. So no. I don't know. We'll see. I'm thankful for you, the future you, um, forcing him to listen to this and boosting our metrics ever so slightly. Okay. Well, you know my he is a pilot. I'll have the airline. The airlines him pass it around it's just like on a just one phone handed around no they send it to the least although okay, we were talking okay. about uh loyalty of airlines and lowering cross prices of airlines i don't know we'll see we'll see yeah maybe don't do that all <laughs> right any last words of wisdom emmy i just hope everyone has a great thanksgiving and gets really full and yes. where's the stretchy pants if you're not wearing stretchy pants you're doing it wrong I well i will say i will say i'm hopeful everybody has a good holiday too and if you don't want to eat that much don't eat that much but if you do definitely do <laughs> oh my family makes me go last for mashed potatoes because i like them so much they need to make sure that everyone gets some before i get okay. to mashed potatoes i am the same way but i so here's my theory the mashed potatoes aren't even like a part of the meal they're like the base of the meal. Like mm -hmm. your entire plate should be covered in mashed potatoes <laughs> and then everything just goes on top of it. Yes, yes. It's like your own Thanksgiving shepherd's pie. Like exactly, yes. exactly. All right. Well, I am thankful for you taking the time to do this, Emmy. I think this was fantastic. Thank you for asking me, Sean. I always love chatting with you. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> All right. Bye. I'm Devon Reed. I'm Omari Head. And I'm Chris Henry. We're the hosts of the Next Gen and Lodging podcast on the Hotel News Now Podcast Network. It's a monthly show in which we interview a new generation of hoteliers to get their insights into a variety of disciplines and topics, from finance to food and beverage and hotel operations. Listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Hotel News Now podcast. This episode was recorded on November 13th, 2023 and edited by Sean McCracken. Go to hotelnewsnow.com for industry news every day.